Welcome to the Sleazy Podcast, the podcast about anything and everything, but mostly TV and movies. And now it's time to get sleazy. Does it work? There's, there's hot sauce. Can you hear me breathing? Uh, no, not really. Okay. I mean, it doesn't really matter because you could hear somebody breathing in the past three episodes anyway. So <laughs> I just feel like when I got these in, I can hear myself breathing from the mic. Yeah. Uh, no, you're good, man. So <clears throat> we're, we're all here. Uh, episode 99 of the Sleazy Podcast. Um, Are you recording right now? Yeah. Yeah. As oh, soon as, fuck. As soon as people join, it records. Oh, I was going to start talking shit. Yeah. Well, I'm, I won't say anything. You are here. You are. Uh, you made it this week. Uh, are, has your schedule died down a little bit? As far as what? Uh, you, you were working all kinds of hours there for a while. I haven't worked the last two weeks. Oh, that's right. You did get your. Uh, you were your doctor wanted you off, right? Yeah, my cardiologist gave me two weeks off. That's awesome. Well, uh, you're gonna have to. Get back out there, I guess, uh, eventually. Uh, I'm taking two more weeks off. Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So what are you just using vacation time? or? I, well, because I got five weeks of vacation. So I use two weeks of pay from the company, and then I'll take two weeks of vacation because after the two weeks is up, they kind of just tell me I'm on my own. I can take leave of absence. I can take unpaid or whatever. Right. Huh. Well, I guess it's, uh, you know, better safe than sorry. Mr. PBS, yeah. I'll be there in one minute. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's uh, about 420. He'll show up. Yeah. That sounds and accurate. Rob's, there's Robzilla. He's in here. So we're still remote recording because of our stay-at-home order and uh, obviously uh, the – the whole coronavirus thing, you know, has us doing things differently. But uh, yeah. so what, what have you been doing with your two weeks, man? We haven't heard from you in forever. Uh, just watching movies and I just lay on the couch all day and play on my phone and <laughs> <laughs> walk the dogs if it's not raining. Uh, I've left the house three times in the last four. I'm with you. I'm, uh, I haven't. I only leave the house to get food, it seems like. <laughs> and that's very, uh, you know, I went shopping and I think I spent like over $200 in groceries, you know, this past month. But yeah, it's insane. Uh, well, that's good that you get, you got the, the choice to stay at home anyways and avoid it and not be exposed any more than what you were. Robzilla, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What are you so quiet for? Oh, I don't know. Just are you uh, trying? Quiet today. Are you trying to hold your breath so you don't catch the coronavirus? Yeah, I can't be for getting <laughs> sick. Yeah, I don't think anybody can. Yeah, nobody can right now. I'm trying to look up the the phases for when they they're bringing everything back together. Yeah, I think they mentioned like three or four phases. I might be incorrect, but like three or four. Uh, yeah, I think the fourth phase is like back to normal, which won't be for a while. 
No, that won't be for a while. Three or four? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus. What the fuck? I keep I'm looking here and it, like all these web pages are so jumpy. They all got to get their advertising in. And... Oh, the ads always load first. Yeah, and they fuck everything up. Mm-hmm. The ads always load first. It says DeWine plans to begin reopening process for companies on May first. Well, is there like a picture chart I can see here? Like the president's agenda had a, a nice little picture picture chart. Of course, it's got pictures. Something to, something to show the flow, make it easy yeah. to break down and read. Yeah, that would be ideal. Have you? So, have you guys been watching like the press conferences that they do? Here, and I there. don't. I don't watch any of them. Oh man. The other day, Mike DeWine looked like he had coronavirus himself. He was coughing all over the podium and could barely get through the the presentation. I saw a couple memes on that, but I haven't watched any of them. I don't. Him and his uh, uh, look-alike that he has Mm. doing the uh, sign language. Rob, what did you do this week? I want to know what you did this week. Uh, well, of course, not a whole lot. Uh, just worked from home, and then after that, I've just been uh, watching shows and catching up on movies. So um, I finished the October Faction. Um, decent show. Didn't like the last episode. It was just very uh, all over the place. Well, you, you say that. I don't need a full review of everything you fucking watched just yet. Well, you should. <laughs> so I just I, asked how your week was. It was all right. Just uh, catching up on movies and everything and watching shows. So how much have you been outside, Robzilla, with you being high risk too? Well, I've been outside a little bit because usually around 4.30, 5 o'clock, me and Tracy go to her mom and dad's house um, just oh, with them. Oh, foolish and then, person. Oh, that's it. And then I just uh, I take the dog outside. Does it bother you when you go over there? Like any one of these 16 people could have this virus that they could infect me with. Oh, no. No, it's just um, it's usually just her parents and her brother. That's it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they really so know what's over. Yeah, they don't have the the whole family over. No, not at all. I tell you what, I went to get a pickup from O'Charlie's the other night. Yeah, I just wanted something different that wasn't like uh, frozen, complete fast food, or you know what I mean, or something I had to cook. And I go in, and I've had pickup at beat up so far. And they've had it to where you had to stand on, you know, the X's that are six feet apart. Mm-hmm. I go into Charlie's. The parking lot looks like it's, you know, open for regular business. Hey, there's Mr. PBS. Yep. <laughs> You're, we're, we're just in the middle of uh, talking about our weeks. But uh, anyway, so I'm at O'Charlie's and... The, the parking lot's full. It looks like it, they're open for business, sort of. I go in, and for the most part, it looks like people are just kind of staying out in their cars until they're, you know, whatever time they were scheduled to pick up their food. But I go in, they've got a rack for pickup orders for like Grubhub and uh, stuff like that, delivery drivers. And there's no X's or anything. So people are just kind of doing their thing in the uh the the lobby and 
there's like three of us in there at, at this time, an older guy and then a guy about my age. And we're trying to space out. So, I, you know, I check in. They don't have my food ready. So I go and sit down. Well, then like three more people come in. And this lady had no, like, no spacing issues at all. She came and sat down right between me and this guy. She's, like, right next to me. And I'm just, like, do you not have, like, any, like, fear at all of, like, like I could be, like, infected and just breathe on you and catch it. And, you know, this lady was old, so she would have got it, you know. She's got probably. the blood of Christ. Obviously. But it's just, like, people have no, like – like they're fucking idiots. They have no respect for space during this time. And some people are already like, "This is over. I'm good." Yeah, they think it's done, and it's not done by any means. Yeah, that's like, what they think. Like it, they they don't understand. Like just because the curve is flattened doesn't mean that it can't come back. Um, but you know, you would hope at some point you, you would get the herd immunity and all that. But I, I think we're still a long ways from that. But man, just people in their fucking space, man. Like this lady, she just sat down right next to me, and I'm like, there was two whole fucking benches on the other side of the room that were empty that she could have sat on. <laughs> but she chooses to come and sit next to me. I'm like, what the fuck? She wanted some companionship, <laughs> obviously. And wasn't uh, that uh, wasn't that like the um, when we did the James Lipton the the ten questions like one of the things that that got me was like the people that just have blinders on to the rest of the world like just yeah. totally clueless and careless about anything around them. Like I wanted to like just lean over to this lady like have you not watched the news for like two months? <laughs> <laughs> like like you shouldn't be this close to me. Like I, normally I don't care if you sit next to me. But the fact that you know, we could all be spreading around a virus of some sort, like, I don't want you next to me. <laughs> you, you see some places make announcements and they say, like, social distancing. And you yeah. just see the look in some people's eyes like they have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, I don't have to do that. You're not the boss of me. This is America. That's <laughs> the thing I keep hearing the most anymore now. That's this the is response I hear, too. This is America, and I've got rights. I can fucking stand right on your ass if I want to. Like, uh, no, you can get the fuck away from me if you want, <laughs> you know, yeah. if you know, it's best for you, but these people, man, they're just fucking idiots. And, and, you know, like, I don't know if you guys have watched a whole lot of news this week, but our, our great president has, uh, you know, was issuing, uh, li liberating, uh, states in Kansas and Missouri or Minnesota with democratic governors, um, <laughs> So all these people are like protesting, you know, inside their cars, by the way, even though I think what was it? Detroit had uh, protesters actually out in the open. Um, conversing Somebody with shared each a other. picture. Somebody shared a picture that said uh, something like COVID-19 is a hoax, but they were standing outside with their mask on. So right, they right. Must, they must have not believed it too much. <laughs> yeah, obviously, it's not too much of a hoax for you to take the precaution to wear a mask. But I mean, there's just all these fucking idiots out and about. And I really think that there's going to be another spike in this eventually in the fall. There's no oh, way. Be. There's no way we can get through this with all the fucking idiots we have running around that won't do the proper things to to not spread this again. <laughs> and you hear this. I don't know what happened. Why we got another spike for? Because you motherfuckers can't stop coughing at each other and creating social distance. This is the problem. Yeah. I, I mean, well, what's good? What's gonna What's gonna be troubling is. 
when the places that are kind of shut down, when they, when they do decide to open back up a little bit, even if you still have to like wear your mask and social distance and all that, people aren't going to care. They're going to care even less than they do now. Right. That's what, that's, that's what kind of worries me about like the reopening talk and all that. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. And you know, if you've watched the press conferences, uh, you know, just in our state with Mike DeWine and Dr. Acton, they do mention like, Hey, you know, we would like things to go back to normal, but it's just not going to be the case until there's a virus or a, a vaccine for the virus. Uh, or even until we get like mass testing for the, yeah. uh, the uh, um, uh, and that's another thing. How many fucking people won't get a test because they feel like it's an invasion of their privacy. <laughs> well, you, exactly. you already hear them out there talking about uh, the vaccine is going to have some kind of tracker in it and all that. Oh, come on. Because mm-hmm. you know uh, what, I, I'm so fucking sick of hearing about uh, Bill Gates too. Like <laughs> everyone thinks Bill Gates is behind this and the whole tracker thing and all this. I'm just like, how fucking idiotic can you people get? Like you kind of want to ask people, like, have you have you heard of polio? You know, the reason <laughs> it's gone is because of vaccines. I don't right. But I'm trying to, uh, Mr. PBS. Have you do you have like the timeline for the phases? For uh, going back to normal from the coronavirus. No, I, I haven't seen too much of it yet. I, I try to keep up with some of it, but not other of it, because I kind of get kind of get like burnt out on hearing about it. Yeah. But I mean, I figure, you know, a lot of states uh, just started to peak like this last week. And some states are going to peak in like a week or two because they were even further behind. Right. So you got to figure, I mean, you got to take at least a, a two weeks after it peaks then probably another two weeks to be safe. That, that puts you already up to June in most places. Right. Cause they said you have to have, once you peak, you have to have 14 days of deaths going down and hospital admissions going down. Mm-hmm. And we're just starting to get into that. Like we're a couple days into that. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, two weeks puts us at May 1st. Um, but then again, you know, like, was it Florida is already opened their beaches back up and uh, yeah, they've opened some of the beaches back up. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of other States have opened beaches back up. So it's just like, here we go. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking I'm kind of okay with some of the, like the public places opening up, you know, as long as there's public space. Right. But like I said, at the same time, I'd still wait like another couple of weeks on that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, the following announcements were made. DeWine said he believes the state is about to enter a new phase of this pandemic. For about a week, the state has been relatively flat when it comes to hospitalizations, DeWine said. DeWine said living with the current state of COVID-19 is not going to go on forever, but until a vaccination is found, it will be among us. We will get through this, he said, uh, as what any leader would say. The mm-hmm. state has a group of economic advisors from across the state to help inform him and look how to address the crisis. Lieutenant Governor John Houston is heading up a group that will create the state's best practices for the state's businesses as Ohio begins to look forward to reopening the economy. As the state's business begin to reopen, DeWine said his administration will be monitoring hospital admissions, PPE availability, and testing capacity as part of the process to reopen the state. DeWine strongly suggested Ohioans wear masks in public, but stopped short of saying it would be a requirement because a lot of people would cry and say their rights would be infringed upon. Uh, 
New information on the status of schools will come May 1st. Will be addressed likely. Oh, we lost uh, hot sauce, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Uh, Will be addressed likely this week, he said. DeWine said larger sporting events and concerts and other bigger events will likely come toward the end of the uh, reopening process. So that'll kind of be like in the phase three, it looks like it says. Now, where was yeah, I don't see how you can have those big the big things like the mass, you know, stadiums full of people until you'd have to. I mean, obviously, if, if you did do it, masks would have to be required. Yeah. Uh, and you'd have to close off like every other row in the seating chart, you know. <laughs> right. But even then, it's still a risk. <laughs> if you ask me, it's thousands, thousands of people in an auditorium. Hey, there's hot sauce. again. I don't know what the fuck happened. It just disconnected me. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Are you did that did that to me a couple times last week? Are you on your uh, your four G or are you on your Wi Fi? No, I'm at home on Wi Fi. Okay, yeah, I would suggest being a, on the Wi Fi. The first week we did this, when I was testing it out, I was on four G, and it just it was just so hard to keep it going on four G. And I think that's because everybody's you know watching Netflix and whatever on their their phones and stuff. Well, shit. Okay. I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm Googling President Trump's plan to reopen the country right now. <laughs> see, Good luck. See what, uh, well, they had nice little charts that you could uh, look at. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they were, they were pretty actually well put together. So, so the guy in the chart department knew his job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's another whole thing. I'm not responsible for this. I don't take any responsibility. Well, what was the um, shit? What was the 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 one chart he had with the hurricane where they just took and like drew like an extra circle or something? Yeah, <laughs> they they extended the circle over yeah. uh, Florida like or something just, like it. <laughs> just gonna draw extra shit on it. Like I like, can't. Um, I accidentally said Alabama, so I gotta let me just fix it. Yeah, it's gonna go. I can't here wait. Too. I can't wait until this is all over and they actually make like a, a serious movie about his presidency. I mean, it's going to be the best comedy you've ever seen, but it's going to mm-hmm. be a drama at the same time. Uh, man, I can't even find the charts on these. These are like uh, secret documents that nobody wants you to see. <laughs> well, you know, they had. Um, uh, oh, here, uh, here we go. Kush- Kushner or whatever came out and said like the, the national stockpile wasn't for the states or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then everybody took pictures uh, that the website said that it was for the states and they had to go back and change the website. <laughs> okay. So if you actually go to whitehouse.gov, they have everything on here. Um, okay. So phase one for individuals, all vulnerable individuals should continue to shelter in uh, place. Members of households with vulnerable residents should be aware that by returning to work or other environments where distancing is not practical, they could carry the virus back home. Precautions should be taken to isolate the vulnerable residents. Sorry, Rob, you're not getting out of the house anytime soon. <laughs> That's fine. Which I think it sounds like for uh, me and Hot Sauce, I, you know, Hot Sauce has you know your heart condition, right? So you're considered high risk. And then... I think because of my weight, I'm a heavy guy. I'm considered high risk too. So the only one of us that'll be allowed out of the house is Mr. PBS. I'm essential. He's yeah. essential. 
Drinking that vitamin water. Right. <laughs> Get that you immune d- system up. You just want a handout for being essential. That's what you want, isn't it? I want, I want, I want a paycheck and a trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll get and you a trophy. And he wants to be left alone. <laughs> Maybe we'll get you a trophy after this. It says like essential yeah. worker of the, the century. <laughs> Hardworking, essential employee. All individuals when in public, an example, parks, outdoor recreation areas, shopping areas, should maximize physical distance from others. Social settings of more than 10 people uh, where, where appropriate distancing may not be practical should be avoided unless precautionary measures are observed. Uh, avoid socializing in groups of more than 10 people in circumstances that do not readily allow uh, for appropriate physical distancing. Uh, receptions, trade shows. Uh-oh. Uh, minimize non-essential travel and adhere to CDC guidelines regarding isolation. So that was for the individuals. Employers. Continue to encourage uh, encourage telework whenever possible and feasible with business operations. If possible, return to work in phases. Close common areas where personnel are likely to congregate and interact or enforce strict social distancing protocols. So what's the point of being at work if you're not, you know, allowed to be in, you know, the same areas? Because in most offices, it's all closed together in small areas, you know. <laughs> minimize non-essential travel and adhere to CDC guidelines strongly consider special accommodations for personnel who are members of the vulnerable population oh boy sounds like a lot of work for, for employers that like to do not any work if they can help it Right. <laughs> specific types of employers schools and organized youth activities that are currently closed should remain closed so they're saying schools should not be going back into session. Visits to senior living facilities and hospitals should be prohibited. Those who do interact with residents and patients must adhere to strict protocols regarding hygiene. Large venues, an example, sit-down dining, movie theaters, sporting venues, places of worship can operate under strict physical distancing protocols. Uh, elective surgeries can resume as clinically appropriate on an outpatient basis at facilities that adhere to CMS guidelines. Gyms can open if they adhere to strict physical distancing and sanitation protocols. Bars should remain closed. I'm sorry, but when I think of like a place that might be spewing with germs, I got to think it's the gym. People are sweating all over shit. And even if they wipe it down, the germs are still there on the machine. Because, I mean, are these gyms really going to be buying a bunch of Lysol and shit to open back up? I just don't see. Is there is there enough to buy? Yeah, I just don't yeah. see it happening. I think the, the gyms are going to have to stay closed, even though a lot of people are still going to their gyms. Um, man, I'm surprised Hot Sauce is so quiet on this. It's like he's not even there. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's not there. Who knows? Okay. Maybe he's having some technical difficulties. Yeah, probably what it is. Could be. Could be. Phase two. Um, for states with and regions with no evidence of rebound and satisfy the gating criteria a second time. All vulnerable individuals should continue to shelter in place. Members of households with vulnerable residents should be aware that by returning to work or other environments where distancing is not practical, they could carry the virus back home. Precautions should be taken to isolate vulnerable residents. 
all individuals when in public, you know, that's parks, outdoor recreation, shopping areas, should maximize physical distance from others. Social settings of more than 50 people where appropriate distancing may not be practical should be avoided unless precautionary measures are observed. Non-essential travel can resume. Okay, for employers in phase two, continue to encourage telework whenever possible and feasible with business operations. Close common areas where personnel are likely to congregate and interact or enforce moderate social distancing protocols. Strongly consider special accommodations for personnel who are members of the vulnerable population. We lost hot sauce. There it was. Yep. Yep. So that's what it was. Large venues, an example of sit-down dining, movie theaters, sporting events, places of worship can operate under moderate physical distancing protocols. Visits to senior care facilities and hospitals should be prohibited. So this is on phase two with this. And then elective surgeries can resume. Gyms can reopen if they adhere to strict physical distancing, which I don't think that can happen. Bars may operate with diminished standing room occupancy where applicable and appropriate. So that's in phase two that bars can reopen. Phase three, uh, individuals, vulnerable individuals can resume public interactions but should practice physical distancing, minimizing exposure to social settings where distancing may not be practical unless precautionary measures are observed. Low-risk populations should consider minimizing time spent in crowded environments. Resume unrestricted, unrestricted staffing of work sites for employers. Wow, that's it. That's all they're saying for that. I'm going to start breaking shit. Here's hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, specific types of employers for phase two, or this is phase three, sorry. Visit to senior care facilities and hospitals can resume. Uh, large venues, an example, sit-down, dining, movie theaters, sporting events, places of worship can operate under limited physical distancing protocols. Gyms can reopen if they adhere to standard sanitation protocols. Bars may operate with increased standing room occupancy where applicable. And then phase four is, is basically when there's a vaccine, everything goes back. There ain't going to be one. So... <laughs> Well, there's, what, 70 that they're testing right now, but it's not going to be around for another year We have and a half. flu vaccine, too. And that's it. It's not going to work. No, yeah. <laughs> well, well, like we said, the question is, even if they do got it, what, what percentage of people are, are out there won't get it anyway? Right. Well, you know, what's, this is a specific strand of, like, COVID-19. And the flu, how many strands of the flu are there every year? And they just take a guess uh -huh. of what's going to be. What's what's gonna yeah. be the hot strands this year? Let's mix it the fucking together and give you a shot of that. <laughs> so well, you know the thing about coronaviruses is like it, it is basically a cold right. to a degree. Right. So COVID COVID nineteen could uh, theoretically just mutate into another strain of the common cold and we'll be done with yeah. it. But what are the odds of that happening? We don't know for sure. Right. Um I don't know. So, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that it's time to get back to normal? Or should we do the phases that are being uh, recommended? I mean, uh, I don't I don't see how you can open up like smaller places like restaurants and bars and all that. I don't see how you can open any of those up until there's at least a uh, some sort of 
relatively quick test. I just don't, I don't know how you can yeah. do that really. Uh, I, I still feel that it should be in phases. I mean, you can't just open everything up just straight back up, just like it's nothing's back to normal when it's not going to be. It's just going to be cause more cases and spikes. And it should just go by phases, in my opinion. And the question is, how do you how do you monitor those phases mm-hmm. when we when most states and our federal government in general are, are pretty stripped down? I mean, are they going to hire like a thousand COVID inspectors to go out to businesses every day and check on people or something? Probably not. Well, I guess they want employers to check temperatures and stuff, too. But yeah. Yeah. That's my thing. Like, what if you just your temperature is just a little high one day and you don't have COVID, but then they send you home, obviously, and obviously they're going to make you quarantine for fourteen days. My wife's work checks temperatures but, every day. Yeah, I, I mean, but I mean, what is what is it? I mean, do they just send somebody home if for you're the one hundred point? If you're one hundred point, if you're are if you are one hundred point four, you get sent home. <clears throat> And and so you get a you have to, obviously you got to go to the doctor right. at that point, right? And you need to find out and you get tested and everything. Um, if is if you're not a hundred, I mean, you could be like ninety nine point eight. You could still be sick. So, yeah. So, do they pay you for that as like a time off thing? Um, I don't leave? know how they're doing that. Um, I have a friend that works for a rather large car dealership that everybody knows here in town. And if you get tested there, they pay you to be off until you get your test results back. So, oh, if you okay. say, "Hey, I'm sick. I gotta go That's get a nice. test." You go get tested today. You're paid until your test results come back. So, if they're back in two days, you got two days of pay, and you go back to work or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I think that's the best way to do it. Uh, but, you know, obviously, what is it? I mean, there's just not enough tests right no. now. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they need to get that fingerprint test going, you know, the fingerprint to see if you've had it or whatever. And I think that'll be a lot, you know, uh, obviously help us go a long ways with that. But uh, what is it? Google and Apple are actually coming up with a system together to track who's been sick and who hasn't. And I guess the doctors are going to use it. Everybody's going to use it when it comes to that. So it'll be like a national reporting thing. So, but of course you'll, you'll have your, uh, your uh, amendment peeps. That'll be like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not taking their test. It's against my amendments and my rights. But, I don't know. It just seems like it's we're far out of the you know the gate here, and it's just going to last for a long time. We're out of the, we're out of the panic. Yeah, stage. yeah, yeah. We're almost into I don't give a fuck stage with how people are acting now. <laughs> so did you hear? Uh, well, there goes hot sauce again. <laughs> mm-hmm. So did you hear uh, Doctor Phil when he was like, "We don't shoot." Swimming yeah, pool. we don't shut down the world when somebody dies in automobile accidents. Um, uh, we don't shut down the world when people die of cigarette deaths. And we don't uh, shut down the world when people die in swimming accidents. So why should we shut down the world over this virus? It's a fucking virus, Dr. Phil. You just said it. Well, Dr. Phil. I'd actually like to point out that's, that, that's, a, uh, that's, a, that's a decent Dr. Phil impression. Was it yeah, good? It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it works for me. <laughs> yeah me too. Somebody should really tell the man who claims to be a doctor 
that automobile accidents are contagious. Uh, and neither is cigarette smoking and neither is swimming. Yeah. Do they have their, their own set of uh, consequences for people who are around them? Sure. But uh, you know, we can prevent, if you don't want to be around somebody smoking, you can go away from it. I don't know if you have COVID-19. So if I don't want to catch it, I have to stay away from everybody, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's, I don't know, man, it's just a hot mess. And I think that people are so ignorant and they're selfish and impatient with this, that they're willing to go out and, and resume their regular lives and potentially infect other people that are just out and about getting essential things, you know? Well, you know, like Dr. Phil says, you know, is, is drowning in swimming pools, is that uh, contagious? Is, is car crashes contagious? No. I don't think so. <laughs> You know, but still, you know, we, we put seatbelts in cars, we, you know, put rules around swimming pools. Yeah, there's so. per, we, we take the precautions to keep everybody as safe as we can in those um, in those areas. Uh, you know, even cigarettes have warning labels on them now for cancer. So it's just like I, I don't. And then, you know, he's on Fox News, so they pander to a certain type of uh, individual that only believes what they hear on there. So, of course, they're going to hear this and they're going to go out and do whatever they want and they're not going to listen now. So, well, you know, they also had uh, Dr. Drew was on Fox all through February and March saying, oh, it's nothing and right. blah, blah, blah. So, less than a flu and all that. And then he had to come out and say, well, you know, I'm sorry. I kind of yeah, messed this one up. Like, he yeah, you fucked did, it up big you're time. Not a, you're not a, you're, well, at least like, he actually came out and said he messed not, up. You're not a virus doctor. <laughs> like when all the stay at home orders were coming into effect, he was like, this is ridiculous. It's got a blah, 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 blah. But meanwhile, you're hearing stories about, uh, did you guys hear about the nursing home that had like bodies piled up, like 17 bodies piled up, uh, just yeah. dead people. I, I think I saw And they're not article. telling anybody because they can't keep up with all the people that are fucking dying underneath them. <laughs> and I saw like a, a bunch of nurses walked out of a hospital supposedly because the hospital wanted to forbid them to use an N95 mask while treating patients who are COVID and yeah. they just walked out. Some hospitals are telling, you know, nurses, they can't bring in their own gear. Like Fuck that. My thing is, if it saves me money and you don't bitch and you show up to work, who fucking cares? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But. Well, you know, it shows you how, how even the healthcare system is just a business yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, if you, you can't wear that mask because it'll scare the customers. I'm like, screw about, that. I want the mask. The customers yeah. want the mask. How, how about this? How about they can be a little scared or they can just fucking die because we just won't help them because I'm not going to have a mask. So you know, take your pick. As an essential worker and even somebody that is in a hospital and knows the, the outcomes and the dangers, and this is one danger that you definitely learn about when you go through nursing school, I would imagine, because it's something that we've all known that could happen for years now. But, uh, you know, as far as uh, when it was going to happen, we just didn't know. We didn't know if it'd be in our lifetime or another lifetime. But you know that that danger's there and there's a possibility. And you have the right to protect yourself from that danger if it ever comes up. Right. And the fact that these hospitals aren't going out of their way to reach out to local garment businesses or anything like that is very troubling to me. And I guess they just assume that it's the government's responsibility too. And uh, to a certain degree it is, but I don't know. Well, you know, you have to, st you have to ask the question at some point, like, why didn't we have a big stockpile of this stuff? Like you said, we, we knew a virus was going to come sooner or later. 
why didn't we have a big stockpile? Why don't we make any of that stuff in this country? Why don't this? It, why don't that? You know, like uh, I, 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 I'm pretty sure I've heard or read that, you know, like we don't make any antibiotics no, in this country. No. So if China, if China closes down and China makes something like 90% of our medications, right. we're screwed. No virus or no virus. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, there's just so much has been outsourced that, you know, our country's so dependent on other countries. And when something like this happens, we're fucked. <laughs> there's no other way of saying it. Right. But, and I. That's, that's sort of what I hope the big takeaway from this is when it's all over is maybe, maybe every country needs to do a little bit of their own manufacturing and have that. Absolutely. Stuff around, you know? And I think, you know, there needs to be a permanent, uh, you know, whether it's an expansion of the CDC or something, because there's going to be more viruses. I mean, how many did we dodge under the Obama administration? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Well, you know, the thing is that, uh, you know, whether whether or not you believe in man-made climate change and whatnot, the climate is changing. The the um, higher temperatures are moving further north. So you got things like malaria and dengue fever that have never been as far north right. as they have moving been. up. And that's going to spawn other, even more viruses. Breeding, so viruses it's breeding these viruses to mutate too. So they're adapting mm-hmm. to the warmer yeah. weather. They're getting used to it, and they're they're becoming more and more dangerous as, as they mutate. So we're, I mean, there's going to have to be a department that's just in charge of fucking fighting this shit and having the smartest scientists in the fucking world or in the country um, be in charge of this and tracking it. And, you know, making sure that we're on top of our shit, that when a country reports this, that's it. Quarantine travel is off. And what? Right. You think you think there'd be like an international pandemic yeah, response team? Or like something. anybody who was in China should have been fucking trapped in China until the, they were quarantined and done and over with. It should have never spread any anywhere uh, farther than China, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's sort of my only thought. Like, you know, we're going to go back over this. We're going to blame this person and that person, and some of them will deserve it. But the one thing that we'll be asking ourselves is if if when this got really big in China, if we had just shut down the airports in like London and New York, how how less yeah. would this mm-hmm. be? You know, I think it would have been far less. <laughs> and you know, kudos to the president for blocking travel when he did. But I think it was a little too late. And, you know, now that there's, you know, I'm, or it might have been the right, right thing. Yeah, for the wrong reason I, anyway. I think it was just like, oh, I have to do something at this point or I'm going to get roasted. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, now that there's reports coming out like, hey, we warned we were warned about this at the end of December, early January. And but it was a it, hoax. It, right. It's kind of like when George <laughs> W. Bush got warned about uh 9-11 and he was just like no, i'm golfing yeah, right no. now i'll look at it later <laughs> but and that's that's a completely partisan statement right there that's not me being liberal or anything if barack obama would ignore this i'd rip his ass just as bad you know yeah i, I really don't fucking right. care who's president when it comes to you know a health thing like this it's it's got to be you know you got to protect the people at all costs um no matter what your your uh uh, political party political party is but i don't know man like i said uh, i think we're in the middle of it and uh obviously life isn't going to be normal for the next year but um it, yeah, we're going to have to resume some sort of normal activity eventually 
Um, and, you know, eventually, you know, like I said earlier, herd immunity will have to take place at some point. And it's just like hot sauce said, you know, there's a vaccine for uh, the flu, but is the vaccine for this going to work? Or is it, or like Kyle mentioned, going to mutate into another virus. So yeah, it won't be effective. Yeah. It's just going to have to be one of those things where they find a treatment for it. and We have to go back to work as normal. And it'd just be a guessing game with the vaccine. If it does that, just like the flu. And that's what they're really racing towards getting the vaccine. So it doesn't mutate again and mm-hmm. they can take care of this and kind of, it kind of evaporate eventually. But man, it's just, it's a hot mess, man. And people are so selfish and they act like it's not a big deal. But, you know, every day I read something on Twitter where somebody lost their brother or their mom or their uncle and they couldn't, couldn't even go see them in the hospital or anything. They couldn't go see them in the hospital. These people died by themselves. No interaction with the nurses because the nurses are all geared up. Nobody to comfort them in their time of need. And, they can't even send these people off with a proper burial because you can't have more than 10 people around each other. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. this is a really sad time and people are just so fucking selfish because they want to go out and fucking uh, go swimming at the beach or uh, do the things they love to do. Well, what we all want to do the things we love to do. Yeah. What, wouldn't I love to go right. out and see a movie right the now? The things yeah. I love to do, I can't do. You know, I, I, can't, I haven't seen my friends in, um, you know, months now. <laughs> uh, it's, it sucks, but I know that yeah. we got to get through this to have better times. But that's, you know, so that's my thing is just be patient, people. We'll get through this. It'll all be done with before you know it. A year goes by really quick. Um, and, you know, until then, we just got to keep each other safe. I mean, but, it's really shocking to how, I mean, are you really shocked at how selfish people are? I mean, I'm not shocked by it. No, I mean, it's not I'm not shocked at all. all. It's, it's yeah. exactly what I expect to see out of people. I mean, humankind is just, it's just breeded into its own selfishness nowadays. and It's terrible. It's sad. It's sad. But I, I don't know, man. It's just, and then, you know, everybody chooses to believe what they read on the internet too. And that has a big deal with them being selfish and ignorant too. So, but my thing is all information yeah. is uh, exactly. And, well, libertarians want you to believe that you need to stay in your house so you, they can win the next election. No, it has nothing to do about that. It's a matter of saving every life that we can. Cause let me tell you something as much as I, you know, joke around and call people savages or idiots and say, people don't contribute to the world every life is valuable in its own means. So, I mean, if we can save one life, we're obligated to do it. And if it means staying at home, that's what we got to (laughs) do. And, and, you know, and for a lot of us, it's not like staying at home home is all that bad. My dad came up to me today. He was like, why don't you go for a, a fucking drive and get out of the house, which I will later on to go get food of some sort. But, it, like this is my normal weekend. I'm I'm inside. I'm recording, uh, and then I'll move on to watch a show or some movies later on. So, I mean, that's it for me. I mean, I've already been outside and walked and got my daily routine in. But people act like they can't go out and do things. It's the end of the world. It's just adjust for a little bit. Just adjust so we can all and you know have our family members around when this is all over. <laughs> that's the important thing. 
Yep. And people just aren't seeing it. It's all about me, 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 me. I need to do my regular routine right now. No, you don't. Just chill out. But anyways, so uh, what did you guys do to stay busy during the quarantine this week? That's our, our thing here lately. Well, I watched a lot of TV. That's really about it. So, um, like I mentioned, I finished the October Faction. Um, I just finished uh, Future Man uh, Season 3 today. How'd you like that? Uh, it, it was very entertaining. I'm surprised it's, that's the end of it, but um, it's, it's a fun show. I really I feel, enjoyed it. I, I really like it, but I feel like it could have been one season. Like, I really yeah. feel like that the, the, the crowning achievement of that show was the first season. I, yeah, I feel like one that show shows like that could go one to two seasons, but I think they were like two episodes short of like what they usually do is like around ten episodes. So yeah, uh, they knew they were cutting it short. Um, I'm trying to think what else I watched. Um, so then I watched what I watched uh, Rambo: Last Blood. I watched that. Um, I liked it, but it, it didn't feel like a Rambo movie to me. You know what I mean? No, it didn't feel like a Rambo movie at all. But the last fifteen minutes of it felt like a Rambo movie. So, um, and then there's a part in that movie. I don't understand how possible, how humanly possible you can do this to someone with their own bare hands. So that motherfucker must've been roided out doing that. So <laughs> when um, he was torturing the guy. Yeah. in the car, and he like <laughs> ripped out his collarbone basically. <laughs> yeah. He was like crunching his bones and shit with his bare hands with his, yeah. his index finger in his thumb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that is not, you can't do that. Yeah, right. some brutal bones. <laughs> um, and then I watched, uh, I watched Glass. Um, so with Glass, I liked it, but it I was thought I was gonna like it a lot more. Yeah, it was a letdown. I thought I was gonna like a lot more, and um, yeah, um, and it sucks though because they open it up to see what kind of universe that would be with those superheroes. But I know in Night Shyamalan said he's there's nothing gonna be after that movie, so it kind of, you know. Just I, I'd rather him. I'd rather him go back to just doing creepy stories and yeah, uh, surprising us with stuff. Obviously, mm-hmm. Mr. PBS is like meh, <laughs> meh. You know, I mean, some of his some of his uh, last couple of movies have been pretty decent. Uh, Glass is still on my to check out. Visit uh, was really visit, good. The visit yeah. is really creepy. Yeah, split ones. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've seen that one, but I remember. Yeah, that was yeah, a, that it was good. a good movie for him. A nice rebound movie. Yeah. Uh, so what about you, Mr. PBS? What'd you get into? Uh, keep yourself occupied this week. Mr. Essential. I, I, <laughs> I, I, and I kind of get home and get tired. I got to clean up the house a little bit and do this and that. So I haven't, I'm still not up on too much. I want to get back to it this week, but I'm still watching Constantine and it's just, it's a really fun show. I don't, I don't know uh, enough to compare it with Supernatural because I don't watch Supernatural, but mm. I like the horror feel and all that. I if like you like, uh, if you're really I, digging Constantine, you'll really enjoy Supernatural. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the thing, the thing about uh, Constantine that I kind of like it is it's an episodic right. TV series. You know, it's not like you, like you know a lot of shows like Picard and stuff. You kind of have yeah. to watch every episode. In this one, if you if you missed an episode of Constantine. You, you could have come back and checked it out later. It's not like you had to watch every right, episode yeah. and keep going, you know? And I kind of mi- I kind of miss the episodic nature of older TV yeah, shows. Yeah, I mean, that, there's nothing wrong with that. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But um, 
I know I know we lost hot sauce, but uh, the season six of Bosch just oh, yeah. dropped yesterday, I think. So that's gonna that's gonna be pretty high on my my checkout list. Maybe uh, later this All week. All right. That's um, pretty much it for me. Well, you know, I uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but if it was last week, I started watching Lethal Weapon. Right. Uh, they they put all the lethal weapons on right. yep. uh, Netflix, but I watched literally all the lethal weapons this week. And man, <laughs> what a fucking fun franchise! Like, they just don't make movies like that anymore. That that nice action R rated movie with comedy in it. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, yeah, right. I, that, that's what I always say. I always kind of miss that little. And you know, it brings me back to one of comedy. our earlier discussions many episodes ago where we announced they were kind of exploring the idea of another lethal weapon. Yeah. Doing and I'd love five, to see right? them like pass the torch on or something, you know, and maybe still have regs and uh, what's his face in there. And Danny Glover. Yeah. For the first episode. Bert but Hall. who, who is that? Hmm? It's gotta be Rob. Rob you got to I, to, I think that's have, a TV. No, it's not a TV. It's your girlfriend yelling. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I I don't know. I know they tried to do the show, but I mean, how good can the show be? Obviously. Right. Rob, what are you doing? I was telling Tracy they could hear you. And she's like, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Go to the spare bedroom. What'd she say? What? Are, I don't know. Put her on real quick. What are you screaming about? We're pooping. You're not pooping. You're laying on the couch. No, you are. I'm not pooping. I'm changing clothes. Jesus Christ. Whatever. Hey, put her on the phone real quick. Let's talk to her. You don't need to talk to her. Huh? <laughs> you don't need to talk to her. I just want to know what you're doing with your free time, if you're being honest. i doing shit. She's working and watching TV, too. Yeah. You cut that beard, dude. It's so long like that. What? Uh, I cut my beard. Put, Tra- put Tracy on the phone. Put Tracy on the phone. Hold on. You know, it's part of the CDC guidelines. Zilla, you're supposed to be cutting your beard. In distress. So I look like Tracy. In distress. Tracy, can Sorry, you hear me? Child content, my Yes, it's child content, so watch your mouth, please. No, you can say whatever you want, Tracy. It's explicit. <laughs> explicit. It's explicit. As she watches Disney Plus's Hercules, Tra- Tracy, what is so? What does Rob do on a daily basis? Uh, be a bitch at his company. Ooh. Um, okay, that's all. That's all I need to know. Yeah. Did he? Did he tell you about his experience this week? No, I have not. No, about my experience this week. Rob will not share stuff. Like we try to get Rob to be personal, and he will not share stuff. Uh, I mean, what do I know it's not HIPAA violation. I just don't want to talk about how I got yelled at for 15 minutes and called a piece of shit for 15 minutes because oh, so it's a work experience. Yeah, I got talked shit to by some old dude for 12 minutes because they want me to reschedule his appointment. I called him back and he was pissed off and he said I was a worm and my generation sucks and this and that, this and that. <laughs> These these old people, man, they're getting on my these motherfuckers are getting tested too, man. Season. Like like I've had to reschedule someone's appointment, and he's like talking shit with his hand on the phone. He's like, "I'll strangle these motherfuckers." I'm like, you know what, dude? Like I would drop you- in your fucking <laughs> chest. 
Are you are you on speakerphone now? Yeah, because so Tracy could talk. Oh well, you you can go back off speakerphone now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, the, the old people are testing me, and they they don't like this shit at all. <laughs> yeah, gotten into their last few good years. Uh, you know? But anyways, you know, I, I did the whole lethal weapon thing, and uh, I've been uh, I watched devs on uh, Hulu. Yeah, how was that? Um, I know uh, J-Bone's been telling man, us to watch that. It's a good show, but it's a really fucking weird show, man. Uh, and if, if you're in a, you know, like the whole, uh, what, what can we say here? Uh, What's well, the same guy? It's uh, I think it's Alex Garland who did uh, yeah. uh, Ex Machina. If you're, into the, if you're into the whole like Google and apple campus kind of thing and developers and stuff then it's a great show for you to watch and then obviously like i don't want to say what it's about because it'll give the whole show away but they're developing software and uh it's like top secret to where only you know a few people ever get to go in and work on it but it's a good show and it maybe like i watched it relatively quick uh so, uh, but I mean, it filled up a couple nights worth of entertainment. So, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out if you got Hulu. Is it was it only uh, just one season? Uh, so far, yeah, it's okay. only one season. Oh, and I did forget. So, I do apologize. I watched um a show called it's on FX called uh, Mister In Between. Oh yeah, it, it's 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 pretty interesting. It's pretty fun. The guy's pretty funny. So, uh, there's That's a, the Hitman show, right? Well, he's kind of like a. Yeah, he's like a kind of a hired hitman slash enforcer, basically. Um, so he yeah. basically, you know, goes and gets people's money from like some guy who owns a strip club. I think it's a, like an Australian show, but there's like one episode I, I was dying laughing with the situation. Like it, it was just insane, but definitely oh. check that out. So I watched uh, Killing Them Softly with Brad Pitt from 2012. Okay. Last night. That was on, uh, it's on Netflix, actually. Yeah, I just saw but- that. Nice little gangster movie, like Ray Liotta's in it, and you know all those guys that do those movies, kinda. And uh, actually, uh, the guy that played Tony Soprano's in it too. That's Gandolfini. Uh, I, I can't remember. Yeah, his name, but... James Gandolfini. Mm-hmm. But man, yeah, what a good fucking movie! And Brad Pitt really isn't in it a whole lot, but he closes the movie out with I think one of his best lines or performances ever, and. Yeah, and I mean, just the the way he says it, I'm just like, holy shit, that can like, you know, a lot of people can relate to that nowadays, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but man, I got to find the YouTube clip of it just so you guys can watch it, Uh, and then you, you know, watch the movie from there, but uh, man, I watched the end of the, I mean, the the end of a movie can make a movie, and this Mm. scene made the movie for me, but uh, one, another one of Brad Pitt's better roles, I think. He's just he's solid in everything anymore. Yeah, if you ask me. But I I think one of the best like speeches I I you probably have to agree, but is uh, John Goodman in The Gambler with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, yeah, that's probably yeah. one of the best things I've ever heard. This one this one blows that speech away. Trust oh, me. Oh wow. But uh, that's I mean that. It's been a while since I since I saw that, but I, I remember that. I remember the yeah. It, it definitely like a was point. a high point, but uh, that that was all I did this week, pretty much. Uh, and uh, I think that's about all we have to talk about, mm-hmm. unless you guys want to throw something out there. 
Um, I did forget that I watched the movie that's on um, Netflix called Code 8. Oh, yeah, I watched that too. See, like, um, I enjoyed it. I, I don't think you enjoyed it as much. Um, but it was just it was just okay to me. It, it was like a CW movie. Right. Uh, but I like the... I like the premise of it. And I feel like sometimes movies like that are, should be done as a series, like at least like yeah. eight episodes or something. Cause there's so much detail and backstory you can build from it. But and that's what I, I felt yeah. like they could have done more with it. They, yeah. yeah. There was a lot left out in it. Yeah. And but, I think you mentioned, it, it, yeah. Oh. It, I mean, it had the Emil uh, cousins in it, Stephen Emil, green arrow and Robbie and uh, Robbie Emil, who was on uh Oh, the Tomorrow People, which was a great fucking show. Yeah, but I felt that this was like a a rated R version of the Tomorrow People. Gotcha. Kinda. Um, but yeah, it was just I, I don't, there was some cool parts in it. It's definitely worth watching. Yeah, but I just thought it was okay. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but you know, like you said, it's, I feel like sometimes like a lot of movies now should be expanded up to like a series, like six to eight episodes or something. I felt like that yeah. could have benefited from it. I'm just waiting on that Chris Hemsworth movie to drop on Netflix, man. That looks good. Looks really good. Yeah. Hell yeah, it looks good. Um, and that's not, he's not playing some pretty boy idiot either, so that's always refreshing. No, he's playing an, an actual intelligent man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anything else that we would like to talk about? You know, we went through the coronavirus update this week with all the phases. Uh, and then we talked about what we've been you know how we've been keeping busy in the quarantine. Mm. Uh, so, Mister PBS, anything you want to add, or should I call you Mister Essential? <laughs> no, no, I think I'm good for the week. Uh, you know, trying to yeah. keep everything as normal as we can. <laughs> we'll have to do a, a Zoom video one night. Yeah, so just to kind of keep in touch with everybody, right. even though we're doing this. But uh, that's all we have for you. This is episode 99. I'm not sure if I'm going to do an episode next week or if I'm going to wait until the the quarantine's up and maybe we can get together and do an episode 100. Yeah. Yeah. Try to and, give it a week. You know, I think it'll be all right as long as, uh, you know, everybody washes their hands when they come in or whatever. And uh, we, we, we do seem to be distanced a little bit when we're actually recording. So I think we'll be all right. Yeah. But, or maybe I'll just cut together like, every best moment uh you know for of 100 episodes maybe i'll go back and listen to every episode and do that yeah. i don't know yet yeah but uh we got time we'll figure it out um uh, so maybe we'll take next weekend off and then we'll go in to the 100th episode planned out and what we want to do but uh that's it my call to action as always is to share the show with one person and from there we'll get another person to listen uh and if you can these are tough times uh, donate a buck or two to a, a local food uh, donation, uh, food uh, drive place, or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, yeah. Just be Check on your neighbors. That just be a thing. decent person during this this shit. It's tough for everybody, you know. <laughs> a lot of people are hurting, and uh, you know, a simple hello, how you doing? It goes a long way, I think. Uh, but yeah, that's it for us. And uh, as always. Thanks for listening to the Sleazy Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and remember, listen to Sleazy.